Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're in 2 Peter, and we've looked at this as exposing counterfeit Christianity. Today, we're in chapter one and verse six. We're to add to patience godliness. Here's our question for the day. How eagerly and enthusiastically do you pursue God? Did you know godliness is an attitude of the heart? Godliness takes disciplined effort and specialized training to achieve. Godliness must be diligently pursued in order to obtain. Godly people did not become godly by taking a pill, getting a shot, or being born with a godly gene. They had to work at it, and so do you and I. A number of times in scripture, the word used for godly has the root theos and refers to God-likeness. Like in 2 Corinthians 1, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 9, 1 Timothy 1. What Peter is referring to in 2 Peter 1, 3, 6, 7, and verse 11 is another word that does not have theos in it and could be better viewed as God-wardness. Adam Clark calls godliness a piety toward God, a deep reverential religious fear, which involves adoring, loving, and magnifying him in the heart. We should never trivialize godliness into a checklist of externals, okay? Godliness is not a result of doing good things or not doing bad things. If that was so, Jesus would have praised the Pharisees for being the most godly men on earth. I don't think Jesus was complimenting those guys when he called them serpents and vipers, okay? So Peter emphasizes a committed devotion to God himself, which is evidenced by a deep and diligent study of God. 2 Peter 1, 2, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue. Chapter 1, verse 5, and besides this, give all diligence, add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge. Verse 8, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor fruitful in the knowledge of of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then chapter 3, verse 18, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Godliness seems to stem from a combination of fear and love, a reverential respect for God's holiness, and a love motivated by God's mercy, God's love, and God's grace. True godliness is a constant and a consistent pursuit of God. Ungodly people pursue pleasure, but not God. Now, ungodliness is very visible in language, entertainment, and lifestyles. Ungodliness is characterized by those who have no fear of God, no respect for men, and no fear of eternal judgment. Sadly to say, the fleshly desires that most pursue resemble those of a simple barnyard animals, or as the book of Jude calls them, brute beasts. Now, keep in mind, there is a counterfeit godliness. Paul mentions two types of imitation godliness. First and second Timothy uh, 3, 1 through 5, Paul refers to those who love themselves, are unthankful, unholy, and disobedient to parents. They have, get this, a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. Remember, God warns us to turn away or stay away from such phonies. Secondly, many believe that wealth is God's reward for godliness. As Paul states in 1 Timothy 6, only the proud rebel supposes that gain is godliness, when in reality, godliness with contentment is great gain. Regarding both counterfeits, Paul says, from such turn away, from such withdraw thyself. 
The wrong kind of friends can hinder your pursuit of God. Godliness is not popular in a wicked, self-centered world. Godliness makes ungodliness feel very uncomfortable. Second Peter th- or Second Timothy chapter three reminds us that all who truly desire to live godly, all who long to know God, all who pursue God with enthusiastic endeavor will experience persecution, rejection, misunderstandings, and ridicule. But knowing God is so worth it all. Keep pursuing the God who loves you so, so very much. Well, that's all the time we have for now. But don't forget, this is a day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. By the way, if you want more information on the scripture meditation books available that deal with fear, anger, lust, or stress, or you would like some information on the Wilds Christian Camp, the Wilds of New England, or Camps of Rod, please log on to randhummel.com. And I really hope that you have a good day.